we start the show off with some light Philadelphia jazz. Good afternoon, everyone. Dr. Ron here, Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Today we are having our 262nd podcast. I want to thank everyone for being attentive and uh, helping us to grow. And today we'll have a variety of subjects. Uh, today, uh, after we get Dr. Jerry on, we'll, we we will discuss uh, a change that we both had this this week by meeting a Dr. William Wong. So let's get on with the program. Ladies and gentlemen, with an attitude of gratitude, I welcome you to episode 262. And as it is written on utopiawellness.com, so why is it that we stop making this a practice after the holidays? In other words, why do we just have gratitude after the holidays? You've heard it before, having an attitude of gratitude. And I've I've opened almost every show since uh, I started here with that. Uh, makes you happier, but did you know that it can also make you healthier? One reason is because a feeling of gratitude makes us see things from a more optimistic point of view. Being optimistic has been shown to lower blood pressure, help you get a better night's sleep, and increase longevity. It also helps us bounce back faster from stressful situations. Having an attitude of gratitude also makes us kinder. We become more trusting, more social, more appreciative. As a result, it makes us friendlier uh, friendlier, and even deepers, deepens our existing relationships. These are all great reasons, ladies and gentlemen, to be grateful. But what about those things that you never thought you could possibly be grateful for? We'll talk more about that next week. Now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, let me introduce Dr. Jerry, uh, my co-host for quite a, quite over a year now, I think, and Dr. Dan. Dr. Jerry, how are you? Wide awake. It's sunny up here in, in the northern part of the country and a delightful day. I'm glad you're getting your D, your sunshine, and your happy vitamin. Dr. Absolutely. Dan, what's yes. going on? Good afternoon. Bon pomeriggio in Italian to both of you, Dr. Ron and Dr. Jerry. Thank you. I'm glad the weather is like ours down here. It's beautiful down here in Florida. Real hot and hot up there in Philly, too, huh, Jerry? Yeah, it's in the 90s. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. We're we're over 100 with the uh, do factor, so I'm staying in the house if I can. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, you can reach us and hear us 24-7 on Block Talk Radio, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Alexa, and any other platform that is available to you. It is Our podcast is labeled Dr. Ron, Dr. Ron, Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, and I was checking iTunes, and all 262 episodes are there. Google Play has them also, and so does Stitcher. And so does uh, TuneIn Radio, which is, I found out, available in a lot of uh, cars built by Ford. Okay, you can be, uh, we can be reached on the internet, and of course, we have a phone number into the studio, which is 347 989 Ladies and gentlemen, uh, I, there's so much on my mind today, and I have so many piles of papers on my desk. I hope uh, I don't confuse you, but this week was a seminal week for me. It was an epiphany. 
and learning uh, a lot about systemic enzymes uh, and meeting and talking with a Dr. Wei Wong. And I will we'll let Dr. Jerry uh, express his opinion about uh, Dr. Wong's research. Uh, in fact, well, well, let's do that, and then let's have a little bit of a summary of, of our past two shows on adrenal and thyroid. I have a few comments and editorials I want to bring to your attention, especially as regarding triclosan, uh, the heart risk calculator, and some pharmacists and prescriptions. And then uh, we'll, we'll have a discussion, a preliminary discussion on phytoestrogens, where, what foods that are, have the highest content and maybe what you could do about it. And then next week, we'll have one hour and a half of a rerun of Dr. Wong's radio show. And uh, it is, I think, uh, something you'll want to take notes on and you'll probably want to listen to again. Uh, truly a person that is uh, committed to making us all healthier. So before I get on with my editorial comments, Dr. Jerry, how, express your feelings about what we learned from Dr. Wong. Well, you kind of blew me out of the water, um, and it takes a lot to do that. You've always been under the impression that, you know, flax oil is like cure-all, omega-3s, it's wonderful. But Dr. Wong brought to our attention that it has three times more phytoestrogens than soy. So anyone with a low thyroid uh, or have estrogen dominance, it's going to wreak havoc. And and the big key, and because I'm preparing for a little a seminar uh, on Sunday to some lay people, when you have increased estrogen, you have inflammation. When you have inflammation, you get fibrosis. When you have fibrosis, you get reduction in function of the tissue or organs, and then death. So if you have estrogen dominance and you're eating too many foods that are high in phytoestrogens like uh, sesame seeds, garbanzo beans, soy, the flax oil, um, you're headed for early demise because as your organs get solidified, and that's what fibrosis means, it's like cirrhosis of the liver, when it gets high fiber content, the organ can function. So this is like eye-opening to me because I, I just bought a whole slew of serapeptase, which is an enzyme that's produced by the silkworm because silk is a very tough fiber. And in order to get it out of that cocoon to form the butterfly, it's got to dissolve it. And the only thing that will dissolve it is the enzyme that it produces called serapeptase. So Dr. Wang, in his infinite wisdom, by using serapeptase along with a general uh, formula for digestive enzymes, plant enzymes, and pancreatic enzymes, it'll eat away the fibrosis of the organ. So we're talking Parkinson's. We're talking ALS. We're talking dementia. We're talking Alzheimer's. All these diseases that traditional medicine has no clue about. And here it all has one common denominator, inflammation. Anything that's an irritant to the body, I don't care if it's a splinter, mercury, a pesticide, a virus, a chemical, artificial flavoring, it causes inflammation. From the inflammation, you get fibrosis. So you can see by creating this inflammatory process, by eating too much carbohydrates, for example, 
and increasing your insulin, guess what? You get fibrosis. If you have a low thyroid function, you have systemic inflammation. So it's an incredible common denominator and one that can be controlled relatively easily uh, through diet and through, you know, specific nutrients. And the bottom line is it's going to increase your longevity. So that's my two cents worth. Yeah, I mean, it really was an eye-opening discussion, especially knowing that we start to run out of enzymes after we pass 35, 40, and we start to get estrogen-dominant. He was saying 27. He was saying 27. I'm I'm being kind. Oh, you are? Okay. (laughs) I'm being kind. He said 27. I'm being kind, so because in order to simplify things, if we can remember that 35, 40, we become estrogen-dominant and we lose our enzymes, and estrogen dominance is associated with 98% of the cancers that are being treated. Uh, and, you know, all he, he calls flaxseed, soybean, uh, sesame seed, legumes. He calls them mini uteruses, mini uteri. They, uh, they are, are just estrogen producing products. So, uh, you, you know, next week you'll hear more about that. And you'll hear about it, just the fact that what Dr. Jerry just said. Uh, you take a young person, God forbid, at autopsy, their, their organs are fluffy, full of full of water and supple. You take an 80-year-old uh, doing autopsy and the organs are dried out, uh, uh, not very flexible, and that's all that fibrosis that takes place. And it turns out that systemic enzymes and uh, – Again, we'll go more into this a couple of weeks from now, but you know, it's not the, the this food grade enzyme that uh, you use for digestion, the papain and uh, bromelain. I mean, these are systemic enzymes uh, placed inside of a uh, a capsule that doesn't uh, disintegrate in your stomach. It's not affected by the stomach acids that do get into your system and do get in and pass the blood-brain barriers. I like Doctor. Uh, Jerry said, you know, we're talking about maybe eating up these fibro, fibro ta- uh, tangles in, in Alzheimer's and dementia, uh, get, helping the Parkinson patients in that substantia nigra area where it gets uh, all uh, uh, fibered up and scarred up and maybe uh, reduce some of that fibrogen and helping a lot of people with fibromyalgia. Fibromyalgia is also a, an inflammatory fibrosis ischemia type product uh, process. And again, he made me question antioxidant theory of aging. Uh, maybe you know we have to think about oxygen enriched environment along with systemic enzymes. Of course, a good diet and exercise. So he made me question a lot of uh, uh, theories I had and uh, and believe were, were uh, valid. Uh, so. Uh, I, I can't wait to meet him personally. I can't wait to have him on the podcast. Uh, it's going to be a fantastic uh, program. Okay, that's my two cents to, for for an introduction. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you, you know, you, did we think that triclosan is all but gone? It was the FDA banned it. Uh, but you know what I just found out, and it's really sad. The FDA ban only was for soaps and hand sanitizers, okay? Only soaps and hand sanitizers. Now, I just saw this, and Dr. Jerry probably knows about it, so it's nothing to him, but to me it was shocking. 
Triclosan is now known to fuel the growth of colon cancer. And guess where I'm finding it? It's in one of the best-selling toothpastes on the market, Colgate Total. Colgate Total has triclosan in it, and it is the fuel of colon cancer. And that's not all, ladies and gentlemen. It's used in, uh, in lots of other products, hand creams, deodorants, cosmetics, shampoos, utensils, uh, clothing, and even yoga mats. And a new study has brought the dangers of triclosan back into the spotlight. Since the FDA appears to have basically washed its hands on the matter, that means you're going to have to take back your own triclosan-free hands. You've got to be the CEO of your body. The Triclosan story uh, is, is a clear reminder of how our health regulators bend over backwards to serve the industry. And there's another comment by Dr. Wong. He said it's the best government agency money can buy. And he was quoting Jack Kemp. Okay. So while Colgate toothpaste is far from the only product to harbor this substance, it's particularly frightening considering these findings from Arizona State University. They warn chemicals get rapidly absorbed into the bloodstream through your gums. Now, this research discovered that triclosan can deplete some vital strains of beneficial gut bacteria. Well, I wonder what happened to the beneficial strains of bacteria in your mouth and lead to a whole host of intestinal problems. The researchers uh, included uh, physicians from Harvard University of Massachusetts and Boston Children's Hospital, as well as the College of Life Sciences in China. They found that when mice were fed triclosan at levels equal to what people are typically exposed to, it depleted vital strains of intestinal bacteria. And that in turn led to colon damage, increased inflammation. Here's that word again. How many times have you heard it on this program? Increased inflammation and a worsening of colitis. Another finding that when it came to colon cancer, triclosan exposure was like throwing gasoline on a fire. Once exposed, the test mice had larger tumors and were more likely to die from their cancer than than other mice who were not exposed. So they're, you know, of course they 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 hedged their bets in the conclusion that we need more study. But I I think that the, you don't need more study. Uh, you need to check products in your home that contain triclosan and toss, the, toss them in the trash, okay? Uh, most companies have taken it out of hand and body soap, uh, but you may still have some in your purse or your bathroom. Read the ingredients of all personal care products and be wary of anything that claims to resist bacteria. And if you've been using Colgate Total with triclosan, you'll need to toss that and the toothbrush and the, and, and the can, the that your toothbrush was in in the trash, okay? And and please, uh, when you're in, I, I should leave this part to Dr. Jerry. Uh, while you're in the toothpaste section, why not pick up uh, the many kinds of, of toothpaste that do not have triclosan and are fluoride-free? And he, Dr. Jerry will tell you about his his toothpaste. And t- okay, and I, I'll just leave it at that. I mean, triclosan is still around, ladies and gentlemen. It does. It is a a, a a catalyst for uh, colon cancer, and uh, you need to get rid of it, and you definitely don't want to be brushing your teeth with it and have it absorbed. So, Dr. Jerry, why don't you tell the audience about a, 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 a toothpaste you have? Well, first, I just want to give you some of the aliases of triclosan. 
you know, this is how they disguise things. You know, they call sugar, um, you know, by any other name, name is still sugar, but you can have dextrose, right? You can have some yeah. other, you know, uh, high fructose corn syrup. Anyway, to get back to the point, triclosan has alternative names. Uh, it's called I-R-G-A-S-A-N, Ergosan, DP-300, Lexol-300, Stir-Zac, Stir-Zac. These are other names that it goes by, and then it has a close relative called triclo, triclocarban. It's in plastics and clothing. So, you know, these poison and microban. So don't be fooled, you know. Uh, you know, just because you see dextrose doesn't mean it's, there's no sugar in it. They're just cloaking it. So be very, very careful. The reason why I came out with uh, my own uh, toothpaste formula, because I got so disgusted, because I, I see patients with multiple problems, heavy metals. You know, you start looking in your toothpaste. There's aluminum oxide in there. It's a whitening agent. There's uh, titanium dioxide. They're only used as a whitening agent. These are metals. Then you start looking at oven off, sodium hydroxide. That's in most toothpaste to kind of give it more of an alkalinity. <clears throat> you know, the triclosan is an antibiotic. Uh, the sodium lauryl sulfate, which is industrial strength solvent, that's what gives it the sudsing action, the bubbles. I mean, it's lunacy. So, you know, because I see patients with all kinds of problems, and they're telling me they have Colgate's, they have Crest, all these high-powered 5,000 parts per million fluoride, another carcinogen. I mean, it, it suppresses your thyroid. So I came up with one. That's, if you look up Aqua Essence, it's on, online, aquaessence.toothpaste.com. Uh, it has like 13 different vitamins and herbs and essential oils. I mean, it's clean. You, when you brush your teeth, your teeth are like squeaky clean. They feel great the next morning. You don't have to worry about swallowing it because it's not going to kill you. It's just too simple. Get back to basics. So that's my uh, story. And that, and that's that's a great good story. I mean, this is this is information we have to let our listeners uh, know about. I mean, uh, triclosan is you, you know like you think oh it's, it's cured now FDA banned it. Just remember what Jack Camp said. Jack Camp, it's the best government agency money can buy. All right, let's before we, I have one more uh, uh, editorial, and then we'll summarize thyroid and adrenal function, and maybe what you can do about it naturally. Uh, probably uh, two of the most underdiagnosed uh, diseases: uh, thyroid and, and, and adrenal. Uh, but Ladies and gentlemen, uh, generally your pharmacists are, are, are really competent people, uh, but you have to be careful that you don't get the wrong drug uh, because uh, if there's been reports of people going in for prenatal the vitamins and getting handed a chemo drug, and uh, uh, you just don't want this happening. Uh, so, like I say, they're, most are not incompetent, but, you know, some now they have a red light, uh, like at Rite Aid and Walgreens, CVS, these big box stores. They they, they, they want to make sure that your prescriptions get filled fast, and so uh, mistakes can happen. Um, so try not to fill your, your prescription at the beginning of the month. That's when pharmacies tend to be extra busy. Uh, and it's said to be caused by Social Security checks coming in. I don't know if that's a fact, but they are busy at the beginning of the month. In fact, mistakes rise during the first part of the month by 25%. Don't leave the pharmacy counter until you open the bag, check what you've been given, 
Look that your name is on the bottle, the name of the drug, and the dose. Also look at the paperwork that's stapled to the bag for pill size, color. Make sure everything matches. Every medicine has a unique imprint, so knowing that exactly, uh, that's what you should, you should never have any mystery about what you're taking. If anything at all, it doesn't seem right, please ask your pharmacist. And number three, if you're being prescribed a generic drug with an unfamiliar name, ask at the counter what the medicine treats and if it's the same as the brand name you're familiar with. And a better idea, be savvy about your prescriptions starting right at the doctor's office. That's when you should ask your doctor the name of the medication, what condition is treating, and what the dose should be. Of course, we'd like you to take as few drugs as possible because uh, of all the drug interactions that we've talked about and why it's a good idea to have a brown bag checkup where you take your uh, your your drugs uh, to a pharmacist and have them check them for interactions. All right, so these are just things I think you should know about. And uh, so the past couple of weeks, ladies and gentlemen, we've been talking about endocrine diseases and we covered pretty good the thyroid, uh, the, the unsuspected diagnosis and what that can do to you and even cause fibrocytes, a fibromyalgia and scar tissue. We talked about the adrenal gland, how it can cause you to have brain fog and how it's a disease a lot of physicians are uncomfortable treating because they don't know how to do it and they don't know how to, how to uh, uh, use the drugs appropriately. So I've been asked... Uh, about natural treatments, okay? And I'm going to list them, and I'll, I'll explain a couple of them. The first is increased light. Daylight, intense indoor light, sunny holiday resorts, okay? And I'll tell you why that's important. Number two, eat good, fat, rich foods like butter, egg yolk, liver. Number three, take a good vitamin C supplement. Most vitamin C comes from China, so I'm going to leave. You're going to have to investigate where a good vitamin C comes from. Avoid indoor pollutants. Stay awake from plastic furniture and floor coverings, wood preservatives, and it, when possible, keep your windows open. Allow this, these pollutants to get outside. Reduce unhealthy carbohydrate-rich foods like sugar, sweets, chocolate, unsprouted bread, muesli, porridge, rice, pasta, and a lot of soft drinks. Herbal extracts of, of, of licorice root are a good uh, replacement for cortisone. Licorice has a cortisone-type product in it. Increase protein-rich foods like fish, poultry, and meat. Increase fruit intake. Why? Because it contains vitamin C, which can increase adrenal function. And lastly, and the hardest one really, is avoid unnecessary stressful situations because stress depletes uh, your cortisol levels. So the natural treatment, getting out, you know, moving from a dark room to a uh, into a full daylight, uh, increase your cortisol level by 50% or more within minutes. Thus, there's a golden rule: expose yourself to more light, switching all the lights on in your home and your office, going outdoors at least once a day for a full daylight for a minimum of a half hour. This will increase not only cortisol levels but also the number of cortisol receptors. People don't think about that. Your doctor probably doesn't think about that. Second, if you breathe good, clean air and eat organic foods and avoid airborne and foodborne pollutants and toxins, um, 
you, it usually affects the zona, the, this particular part of your adrenal gland. I have it down here, a zona fasciculata, that produces cortisol, and uh, it blocks the target cells of glucoid receptors. So you, you, if you're breathing dirty air and, and eating a lot of uh, uh, regular uh, pesticide uh, and hormone-type foods, uh, you're going to slow down your adrenal gland, so you want to avoid that. And, and a, 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 an important pollutant that I found is, is formaldehyde. And, you know, it's in our homes and offices. It's in glue that fix the floor, that fix the floor covering to the ground. That's why I say you should open your windows. It, uh, they use it when they, uh, to bind compressed wood together. And the furniture, you see this compressed wood, it's usually a formaldehyde-type product. Plastic carpets and toys. Well, you know, if you could avoid them, that would be great. But ventilating your room will do much toward uh, reducing your risk of adrenal gland damage and, and increase your good good protein rich foods like meat poultry fish and like i said oats yolk butter uh, liver and organ meats because they will elevate your cortisol production and level by providing ingredients for the production of cortisol People with cortisol deficiency should avoid bad carbohydrates. Well, you know, and that's probably something that you've heard us say. You probably should avoid carbohydrates uh, because they decrease the production of cortisol, especially their simple sugars. Oh, gosh, they, they, they just have killed us. Like Dr. Wong said, before 1999, before the introduction of, of Lipitor, we hardly ever saw rhabdomyelitis. We really did not see that many cases of dementia. So, you know, for, for 20, 30 years prior to that, we've been eating a lot of sugar and starch, and it, it all caught up with us. Then Lipitor put the icing on the cake by getting rid of the cortisol, the cholesterol we needed for our brain. And uh, like I said, vitamin C is good for the, for the adrenal gland, 500 milligrams, 2 grams a day. Uh, we'll give it a boost. L-acetylcarnitine, L-acetylcarnitine. Uh, which is the activated form of L-carnitine is a good nutrient and, and has been shown to increase cortisol levels in human beings. About two grams a day is good. And herbal extracts uh, may weakly mimic cortisol activity by increasing its availability and stimulating cortisol receptors. So plants also produce hormones that may have beneficial effects in humans. And extracts of licorice root, as I said, may be a, an example and lessen the, your complaints if you're a cortisol deficient. Uh, and the licorice root extract has about 10 to 25% of the beneficial action of cortisone or hydrocortisone. So just know that. And six, uh, the cortisol storage is, is, uh, occurs in your adrenal gland, and it's really small in patients with adrenal deficiency. So that's why you, if possible, please... Uh, Avoid exposing yourself to unnecessary stressors, stressors, which will deplete your adrenals of more cortisone. So glucocorticoid is the name given to that whole family of naturally and synthetically produced cortisone-like molecules. And, you know, you, you need to have to see a physician uh, if you need the, that type of uh, treatment, if the natural treatments aren't working, uh, they are safe to take, but you have to go to someone that knows what to do and that will give you the appropriate DHEA to take along with it so you don't waste away. So without getting 
too uh, more scientific. Uh, that's all I'm going to leave you with on, on uh, the adrenal glands. And I'm going to ask Dr. Jerry, and, and I didn't ask him prior to the show, but he's so smart, it doesn't matter, to just summarize some of the thyroid uh, supplements you might want to take uh, to, to treat it naturally. And in addition, I'm sure he's going to say iodine. Dr. Jerry, would you do that for me, please? Sure. Well, first, I want to give a little clarification. You should go to a nudist colony by the sea, so you'll get your vitamin D, <laughs> you'll get stress reduction, and fresh air. Amen. Send Amen. the bus. Okay. Send the bus. Yeah, and, you'll, and you won't even need your glasses. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the thyroid, um, it's amazing. Uh, it's taken for granted. You know, people don't realize that, number one, uh, every toxin in your mouth from the food that you put in or from, you know, dental work, uh, galvanic currents between different metals, uh, infections in the jawbone from previously extracted teeth, from root canals, or, you know, dead organs, all these poisons literally filter down through the lymphatics into your thyroid. So the key in the equation is twofold. One, you got to define what the heck's in the thyroid, whether it be a pesticide, a vaccine, a chemical, heavy metals, uh, toxins from the mouth. And once you define them, then you have to test what nutrients are appropriate to pull those junks out. The thyroid is very uh, a nutritional-based functional gland. It needs manganese. It needs B12. It needs selenium. It needs vitamin E. It needs the B vitamins, essential fatty acids. These things are you know, really, and iodine, of course, uh, important so that the cells can function properly. Um, the other interesting thing, too, is that high estrogen in the body um, from cortisol or inflammation reduces thyroid production of, of its hormone. So you can see how all these items are interrelated, interrelated and you have to pay attention to it. So you just don't go to your doctor and ask them for a pill to make my thyroid work better because he's missing the boat. You want to define the problem, get rid of it, and then feed the, the gland so it can function properly. And and that's, you know, an interesting perspective because most doctors just want to treat a symptom. They're not versed in nutrition. I think the, the veterinary students get more nutritional therapy, uh, you know, in the four years of school than the medical doctor. So, you know, don't think that these guys know what the heck they're doing. They're they're basically espousing what the uh, drug salesmen, you know, educate them on. That's, that's just great advice. And 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 even the doctor Doctor Wong helped me out a lot because uh, although I'm taking a testosterone supplement, if you don't take an aromatase inhibitor, uh, you would sort of get all your receptors bound up and. And he, he recommended stinging nettles, and and you had you had some information on that, uh, Dr. Jerry, uh, as an aromatase inhibitor, and what what stinging nettles can do for our, our, our listeners. Well, yes, yeah, stinging nettles, uh, it's a great herb. Um, it helps you know cleanse the body of toxins, supports the uh, liver function, and um, that's what life is all about: is trying to get natural. Herbs, vitamins, food-based supplements into your body uh, for the simple reason that synthetic chemicals 
do not have biophotons. That's what heals the body. And, you know, if you just keep throwing synthetic chemicals into your body, eventually it's going to break down. Um, you know, that, that's what it's all about. King, the nettle root, I mean, there's many different uh, components of uh, the stinging nettle. You have the root and you have uh, also the leaves and stem. But it's great for urination problems. And ultimately, it's cutting down on inflammation is the ultimate uh, function of it. So whether it be uh, a benign enlarged prostate or frequent urination, uh, bladder problems, you know, it's going to cut the inflammatory process. But again, you got to focus in on what the heck the underlying problem is. I mean, it's good for allergies, osteoarthritis, kidney stones, uh, urinary tract infections, uh, you know, nosebleeds, internal bleeding, endocrine disorders, stomach problems, diarrhea asthma, lung congestion, rashes, eczema, and even cancer. Uh, but as with all these natural remedies, you know, the FDA doesn't give you an official sanction because there's not enough scientific documentation, you know, to back up what they're saying. And th these herbs have been used for thousands of years. So there's clinical proof. It may not be double-blind studies or scientifically controlled, but people observe. I mean, look. They don't even know how aspirin works, and that's been around for a long time. But yet it's prescribed by medical doctors. Right. Right. So, hey. yeah. And just because some of the, like, well, aspirin, just because it's quote-unquote natural, it really isn't because it's not the white willow bark anymore, but uh, they're still still being being out there and being prescribed. Yeah. Um, you know, getting back to your stinging nettle, the, the leaf portion uh, has a long history used for as a diuretic, so you don't need a water pill. You could use stinging nettle, and it's also a great laxative. And, and this goes back to the ancient Greek times. I mean, these people didn't have CVS pharmacies on every uh, uh, you know chariot uh, corner. You know, the bottom line is <laughs> they used the natural stuff that they found in their in the in their vicinity where they were living. You know, that's that's what made them made them well. So stinging nettle is a great uh, thing. It also helps, you know, with the, the estrogen issue. And, and some of the others that I mentioned that are really important, um, calcium deglucurate. Uh, our own body produces it, but unfortunately because of all the xenotoxins, xenobiotics that we get in our body, it's used up so it can't handle the excess of the estrogen that we're getting from cosmetics, from, you know, the soaps from plastic containers that we're storing our foods. And so that's really, really important. It also helps the liver detox, you know, all kinds of chemicals, pesticides, you know, benzene, whatever that we're exposed to. And it's important that you get these natural remedies into your body to assist it. And the other big one is that um, uh, DIM, D-I-M, it's an incredible, I call it a modulator. It's a diindolmethane, and it literally converts the bad estrogen into the good estrogen. So you don't have to worry about, are you going to have enough of the good estrogen? And that's really important because, you know, all these, uh, you know, people don't realize it. The printout that you get, you go to a store and you buy groceries, right? It prints out a receipt. 
Well, guess what? There's bisphenol A, which is synthetic estrogen, in that coating of that paper. And you're you're holding it in your hands, and you're absorbing that poison. Um, well, ladies and gentlemen, you know, you're, this is just the tip of the iceberg. I mean, gosh, and, and all the all the products that have these endocrine-disrupting chemicals, I mean, it's incredible. You know what? I had, there's a, I read a number this week. The hormone disrupting chemicals uh, are have a bad effect on, on our economy here in the United States. You know, they, they estimate that hormone disrupting chemical healthcare costs three hundred and forty billion dollars a year. I can believe now, it. Now, let me let, let put that in perspective. The whole Medicare budget is five hundred and eighty three billion. So that that that's what they're attributing just to the hormone disrupting chemicals and the 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 number of IQ points that are dumbing down of a of America. So you were dumbing them down. Uh, we're making them all estrogen so they can uh, uh, dominant. So they, they their reproductive system there's they have no sperm, and uh, and and have, uh, I guess some of our listeners have heard of Langone Medical Center. Yeah, he was one of the. Uh, I think he started uh, Home Depot. They came out with an article just recently. Black beans and black licorice have very high phytoestrogens. I haven't seen that at all because black beans and rice is a staple in some countries. And Dr. Wong had mentioned that, right, Jerry? He said, you know, yes. they're just uh, many uteruses. These black beans and people eat rice and beans. And here I find an article from Langone Medical Center uh, talking about uh, the phytoestrogens in, in, in beans. So where are we going with this? Well, phytoestrogens are, uh, they, they disrupt our endocrine system. Okay. And it's, and it's, the dose doesn't make the poison, okay? It, 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 it's just cumulative. Our, our, our whole hormonal system is very delicate, very delicate. And uh, we really have to uh, take care of it. Now, Jerry, I have 12 endocrine disruptors. And then uh, you, maybe we could talk a little bit more about how, how our listeners can get around that. Uh, BPA, which you and I talked about. That's BPA. Now, they have even the six, but now... The six is, is turning out to be just as much bad with uh, imitating uh, estrogen. Okay, that's why these are bad. And if you have too much estrogen, you know you're liable to get breast cancer, prostate cancer. You'll be infertile, and you'll be obese. And guess what? Obesity makes, ladies and gentlemen, obese adipose tissue. It's not just plain old fat out there. It's making estrogen. And what does too much estrogen lead to? Well. A lot of inflammation, and and if that inflammation uh, starts in your coronary arteries, what happens? Well, your body wants to heal it with fibrin, and what happens then? You get plaque, and then the cholesterol comes and he tries to heal it all over. But cholesterol wasn't the problem. The initial problem was inflammation. So that's why uh, we're really excited, or I'm really excited. I think I'll, I'll speak with Dr. Jerry about the, the systemic enzyme portion of, of your, 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 your treatment protocol, what you're going to do to keep yourself healthy and live longer. Systemic enzymes will decrease inflammation, and they do cross the blood-brain barrier. Now, in the industrial area, what do we have? We have dioxin, okay? Dioxins really... Uh, they they stay forever in your body, and they are par powerful carcinogens. And and what do they also do? 
they affect your immune system and your reproductive system. So um, it's difficult, but eating lower on the food chain helps because the oxygen builds up in animal products. Now we talk about glyphosate. Dr. Jerry, you know what I, I, I came across and just again, you know, it's one of those seminal moments, glyphosate. The gly is glycine. And the body cannot detect sometimes, especially in the stomach, when it's building the, the, the acid from the, and the pepsin, they need glycine. But some, they, they can't detect that it's glyphosate. And that glyphosate becomes part of the protein molecule. And then it stays in your system. So, you know, we've talked about glyphosate a, a lot of times. And, uh, but it, it becomes part of you. It's just so not crazy. only that, it, 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 it's carcinogenic and it causes leaky gut. So, yep. you know, people wonder why they have all these, you know, candida problems and allergy problems. In fact, I have a, a young boy that was in today. It was very interesting. And um, he has osteosarcoma. And glyphosate was one of his toxic chemicals in his body. And what's interesting, he had like really bad allergies. I mean, nothing worked with this kid until... See, I, I start my sequence. I don't just rush in like a bow in a china closet. You have to clean the liver out, open up the avenues of excretion, get rid of the heavy metals. Then you go after the pesticides and the chemicals. So what was interesting, he just started this isopathic phenolic rings, which is a homeopathic to pull the glyphosate out of his body. He said his allergy problem diminished probably 95% after he started taking it. Just pulling the pesticide out of the body reversed his allergy problem. Wow. Yeah, and, and it's really good. That's, that's one that's really getting harder and harder to uh, avoid because of the way they spray it on all the crops. It makes it so easy for the farmers to uh, clean their fields if they uh, uh, dehydrate them first. So, and, well, there's, 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 if you know there could be a problem, there is a blood test for glyphosate. Uh, I don't have the... Uh, uh, reference with me right now, but we did mention on on a prior show, and I'll have it for you next week. Dr. Jerry, how about phthalates and the, the plastic and fragrances that, that are in cosmetics and that stick to your body? All yeah. right, they can. I mean, they're horrible to your thyroid and horrible to your testicles. So avoid fragrance on personal care labels, ladies and gentlemen. Don't use plastic food containers or number three plastic wrap. And try and stay away from vinyl flooring and and those type of products. Okay, the the stuff is out there. These chemicals will kill you. Then it's a slow cancer death. How about perchlorates, a byproduct of rocket fuel? You know, it's in our drinking waters, believe it or not. But test your water if possible. Uh, there are. Uh, uh, state and another Penn State uh, used to do it when I was in Pennsylvania. Uh, they they will test your water, uh, but if you just install a reverse osmosis filter, it'll get rid of the uh, perchlorate. We don't hear a lot about it, but fire retardants—they're uh, called PBDEs. Uh, they thought they do prevent fires, although studies show they really don't work that well. But you know, it's found in breast milk of mothers and even in polar bears. And it's estimated that uh, fire retardants are responsible for the loss of 11 million IQ points. Think about that. 
So upholster, reupholstered foam furniture, uh, watch out for it when you buy new furniture, read the label. You know, lead's still around, ladies and gentlemen, and it's linked, uh, you know, for brain damage. Here's that lower IQ, again, hearing loss, miscarriage, kidney damage, uh, and what's why is it important? We've been talking about the endocrine system. It's lead will lower your sex hormones. So we all know about the the, the lead paint, uh, but you know can be in your in your water. Another reason to filter and reverse use reverse osmosis. And whole food shows that if you eat whole food, uh, you, you will absorb less lead if it's around. And arsenic, well, Dr. Ron, I just gotta yeah. give you a little pearl. The small yeah. airplanes that are flying around all use leaded fuel. I forgot about that. Yes. So yeah. if you're living near one of these little airports and they're taking off and landing and they're flying over your path, uh, you're going to get inundated with lead. Well, that's a good point. That, 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 I, I forgot about that. They still use leaded, leaded fuel. Wow. That's right. So it, it just falls out of the sky and, boy, you can breathe it in, right? Well, yeah, but if you got a wind, it's going to take it for miles around. You, you know, you can't uh, avoid it. And then some of the lipsticks have lead in it, too, especially the reds. Yeah, they have arsenic, too, lead and arsenic. Yeah. You know where arsenic is? It's in rice. So well, It's one of the pesticides that they, that they put on the chicken feed. I had a, a young woman, 29 years old, three molar teeth literally fell out of her jawbone. And she went Whoa. to all the top. All the top specialists, 29 years old, you figure, picture health, right? And nobody could figure it out. So she got referred to me, and when I tested her, she had arsenic poisoning. And where was ah. it coming from? From the chickens that she was eating. The chickens ate the arsenic, you know, type of pesticide. She was eating a lot of chicken, and it prevents the uptake of minerals into the bone to regenerate the bone. So when you looked at her radiographs, the x-rays of the teeth, you can see the bone loss. And what was fascinating, after, you know, I made the diagnosis, and we put her on a vitamin program to kill it out, the arsenic, the bone density was documented to improve by 70% in six weeks. Wow. Just because we chelated the arsenic out and gave her minerals and a bone matrix builder, which is called Biost, it provides a genetic blueprint to repair the bone. And it improved 70% in six weeks, and that was documented, you know, with bone density tests. So, you know, this stuff's real deal. It's not maybe if. And these heavy metals block the uptake of minerals so your bones can't heal and replace, you know, what's lost. And, and you know, Jerry, who doesn't talk about cholesterol? And I, I can't tell you how many people I've, I've advised and counseled about lip, uh, statins. But you know what also? There's these perfluorinated chemicals that the nonstick cookware that's, that's used, you know that, that that stuff is linked to decreased sperm. But more importantly, and then just as not more importantly, just as important, low thyroid disease and high cholesterol. And how many people are still using these uh, uh, nonstick pans and they're chipped and whatever, and this stuff is, is is just going right into their body? Yeah, but it's low in calories, the Teflon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not using any oil. Right. And, you know, there's a there's a couple more, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, the pesticides, the organic pesticides, it should be a no-brainer. Buy organic, grow organic. 
the the solvents that are used in paint cleaners. Uh, you got to try and make you know get rid of some of that, that those uh, uh, cleaning products and brake fluid and cosmetics. They shrink your sex organs and uh, can make you infertile. And it comes fast enough, uh, but doesn't have to. And that's another thing about stinging nettles. The stinging nettles acts like a like the, the the trade name for men would be flonase. Well, flonase can make your willy just permanently soft, okay? But the stinging nettles won't do that. You'll 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 get rid of some urine, but you, it'll affect your sex life. So um, uh, let me see if Doctor Dan, I can get him back on the phone here. He's been off. Let me see. Uh, Dr. Dan, any comment on anything we've been saying? I had you off with the air, I see. Yeah, I uh, I was thinking about all these hormones. Everything okay now? Any noise? Yeah, you're but you're on. You're on. Okay. Um, in the case of the estrogens, when you use the estrogens, did Dr. Wong mention anything about using? Make sure you use progesterone along with the estrogens. Well, if that progesterone will counteract. Uh, uh, estrogen. Uh, yeah, yeah. He, well, if you use a lot of estrogen in a man, I mean, he, he, we didn't go into a lot of that, but he did rec- uh, did say that uh, uh, using an alpha uh, uh, aromatase inhibitor and uh, using progesterone because it's it's uh, really effective. And he, he actually sells one on his website. Yeah, because tr- it, 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 would, it would, as far as I know, it cuts down. The uh, the incidence of breast cancer and so forth and and the yeah. side effects that go along with the with the estrogens. Also, um, some some women might need. I'm saying especially women meant <laughs> to uh, some testosterone in the older years because testosterone is what what gives you the the sex desire. You know, Doctor Dan, you want to ruin my my relationship? I have to beg for my my allowance every Friday. Now you want to give her some more testosterone? <laughs> Got to give her some testosterone so, so she gets more so she gets more, more of an urge. <laughs> and and then you can add some DHEA along along with that too, and then you have all all four hormones in a good base. Now also, I personally recommend uh, bioidentical hormones. Versus the synthetic ones, I think they're much safer. I think much fewer side effects. And if somebody's going to take hormones or takes them for what whatever the reason is, the bioidentical way is to go. So you want to put these these mares out of business that are producing all the urine for the estrogen? Come on, what's the matter with you? You're on American. You got to have those horses making those making the estrogen. In fact, in our family, if someone needs hormones, it's bioidentical, and uh, I have uh, I have them compounded compounded naturally with olive oil in Wisconsin. That's great. So, great idea. Never never uh, you know had that as a thought, but the, that's a terrific uh, way to prepare it. Yeah, I'm sure there's some places around here, and they're 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 so good and fresh that you got to keep them in the refrigerator. Some of them you don't have to keep them all, but you got to keep the thyroid in the refrigerator, and they don't last uh, a long time. I mean, if you get six months out of them, I think that's that's about it. Plus, they're really natural and they're potent. Will I will I go well on my Caesar salad? Oh, fantastic! (laughs) 
as long as you don't use raw eggs, because you've got to be careful with salmonella. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just had a Caesar salad the other day, and I made sure it didn't have raw eggs in it. But, but well, you know, it's funny you, you, you mentioned salmonella. Dr. Wong does mention, he says, you know, he's heard all this uh, uh, stories about how systemic enzymes are not absorbed. He said a salmonella is a much bigger uh, molecule than the systemic enzyme. So if salmonella can get absorbed, he says my enzymes can get absorbed. And, and you know what else he did see? I do see his note to me. It takes 200 to 300 units of progesterone, P2, to balance one unit of uh, estra, uh, let's see, E1 is estrone. And eat two of estradiol, yeah, two to three hundred units to balance them. Yeah, you have you have to three, three estrogens and then a fourth one during pregnancy. So there, there's a uh, you got a lot of estrogen there going on. Well, he mentioned are, four, but Doctor Jerry found a lot more. Oh, yeah, he well, found more than four. Yeah, there's like wow. twenty-two different estrogens out there, and uh, I don't, you know, I have to look up to get the specifics on them. But what's fascinating. Everything is relative. Um, when you have a low thyroid, for example, it decreases your progesterone. So even though your estrogen level was the same, relatively speaking, you're estrogen dominant. Hmm. And that's not what we want to be when we get older. But that's what's happening. Well, they say the men. Doc- yeah, they say the men over you know 45 have more estrogen than their wives. Right. That's, well, that's, that's the grumpy that's, old that's, men. Yeah, that's why they're grumpy. Yeah. <laughs> People ask me, how do you feel today? I said, I feel great. I said, first of all, I feel fine. Frustrated, insecure, erotic, and emotional. That's it. I said, secondly, I feel, I feel great. Grumpy, ridiculous, egotistical, antagonistic, and terrible. How does that sound for you? <laughs> and I get them laughing anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> So the key, I think, in this whole equation is inflammation. You know, from whatever source you can reduce, reduce your source of inflammation. So whether it be arthritic joints, rheumatoid, um, you know, digestion issues, the the common denominator is inflammation. You know, multiple sources. And I think this is what the medical establishment is missing, is that they just keep treating the symptom. Um, You know, I mean, you know, simple stuff like, avoidance of foods like do not microwave your food because it creates free radicals in the food that's going to increase inflammation you know stay away from the packaged foods whenever possible because it's processed it has all kinds of chemicals you know stay away from the sugar you know simple things the white bread you know it's it's glue you know it's elmer's glue basically in your intestines um you know antibiotics when you get these you know uh commercially raised chickens and beef and they're shot up with the antibiotics, you're getting them. So all this stuff adds up to fibrosis, and that's why you get stiff and you can't bend over and find your shoes in the morning. <laughs> yeah, they they say that white bread goes, in, uh, goes into your system faster than regular sugar. Well, the genetically modified grains increase right. the glycemic index of the wheat so that the the uh, conversion to sugar is like off the chart, so that's why you know you're getting a lot of munchkins running around because the, all these processed foods, the, the sugar it turns to fat. Right, exactly. 
It's not the fat. It's the, it's the sugar that turns the fat, not the fat that turns the fat so much if you eat the right kind of fat. The healthy exactly. Fat. So they say fat-free. So, yeah, it's fat-free, but it's loaded with sugar. So you're defeating the whole purpose. It's just, a, you know, advertising gimmicks. Well, you better read those labels, and you better know when they're giving you a name that you don't understand that is actually a toxic chemical. But that's hard for most people to understand. Yep. How do they know? They think it's something else, right? So you, we 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 do the the best we can. Well, the key too is uh, watch out from your dental work, because the toxins that your dentist is putting into your teeth can be a major, uh, you know, disruptor for the endocrine system. Some of these resins have bisphenol A in them. And and if the the dentist the curing light that they use, if his bulb is old, then the resin doesn't get cured properly, and it can leach oh. out. And I mean, I had a woman that had swollen uh, lymph nodes for six months, painful and swollen. Been to all the, you know, uh, what you call the dermatologist, the toxicologist. They they couldn't figure it out. It was coming from a large resin filling that she had in a molar tooth, that was not properly cured. Because the wow. the dentist's light was not powerful enough, and so those toxins were being liberated, and the lymph nodes were just picking it up to filter it out of the uh, the system. Even though they didn't right. use the old type of uh, uh, mercury type of uh, f- filling, these were still dangerous. Absolutely. Hmm. Hmm. Boy, I, I better talk to my dentist. Any anyway, I don't allow him to use fluoride or any of that stuff anymore. So, uh, uh, of course, he still believes in fluoride, but well, it's because he's dumbed down. That's why. What's that? He's dumbed down. Yep, I said no fluoride in this in this family. You do everything you do without fluoride and use the proper things. And he's a good dentist, so that's good. Yeah, I mean it's an educational process because you know they've been telling these lies for so long that they believe it themselves. Yeah, how can how can they not? It, it's ingrained. It's it's a type of brainwashing, I think. Oh, it's not a type. It is brainwashing, one hundred percent. No, you're absolutely right, Doctor Dan. Right, right. It, it, it started a long time ago, and little by little, it's getting worse and worse. Mm-hmm. And we got to be careful. Yeah, but be careful. Right. That's why we say you have to be the CEO of your own body. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening to Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored with Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan. If you have a friend uh, you want to pass on the information about this uh, po- uh, podcast, we surely would appreciate it. And they, you can listen most Tuesdays live from 4 to 5 or 5.30. And, of course, it's on all podcast uh, reviews, so just go to Open up your iPhone, go to iTunes or Google or whatever, and uh, you can get one of our podcasts. We try to label them differently now. Uh, we try to put uh, the subject matter rather than just the episode so you know what you're uh, looking for. You can search for it. But uh, I, today uh, and the next coming weeks, uh, it, the information we're going to bring you is sort of spurred on by Dr. William Wong. And uh, we'll talk more about systemic enzymes in two weeks. Next week, I I really recommend you listen to his radio program, which he gave me permission to replay next week, uh, about systemic enzymes and, and, and his journey. And it, it's a down-to-earth, 
from the heart, from the from the cuff sort of person. He'll explain complicated uh, subjects quite uh, simply. You'll understand them. And uh, we'll talk about his products and how he produces them and, and his journey. Uh, and I really see, and he opened my eyes about a lot of things, including, you know, Parkinson's disease, how that could be treated and uh, Alzheimer's and dementia, along with everything else we're doing with a good diet and exercise, getting some sun. Uh, I particularly like methylene blue and, and use it every day. Uh, but uh, the systemic enzymes might be the key uh, to longevity since we do, uh, you know, we deplete ourselves of them as we get older. Uh, as an aside, I did find that uh, reference for glyphosate taste, uh, testing, and that is the Great Plains Laboratory. Uh, Great Plains Laboratory. They test it, and. Um, Let's see. They're the only CLI. They're only certified lab performing this test, and they do it on the urine. So you could ask your physician for a glyphosate test if you think uh, it is necessary. And uh, but Great Plains Laboratory is the is the reference for that. So, well, Doctor Ron, real quickly, if you do muscle testing, and if you get a sample of the glyphosate, which is really easy to get, you can muscle test and and do it inexpensively and find out exactly where it's at. You know, and I agree with you and, and I, I believe in kinesiology and I'm, uh, I'm, I hate to admit I'm even using a pendulum now, but I, I don't, <laughs> you're a witch doctor. <laughs> I don't think a lot of people have this technology or are really interested in it. You know, they go to a doctor and say, could you test me? Hey, well, yeah, I brought my vial of glyphosate. I'm going to hold it in my left hand. Could you test me for it, please? <laughs> you know, he'd say, I'm fired. You're fired. <laughs> right. I would love to, I'd love to videotape that, 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 that encounter. <laughs> Can you muscle test me? <laughs> he will not even know what you're talking about. <laughs> no. Yeah, exactly. He said, well, I'll meet you at LA Fitness, and we'll do some muscle testing. <laughs> I mean, it's just, that's why you you need a backup. I mean, if you're if you can get a naturopathic physician that that, that does uh, muscle testing and has, you know, he he can do it simply, or he can do it like Dr. Jerry does with lots of different uh, chemicals uh, that are already packaged, so he knows exactly what he's testing for. But I, I'm I'm finding that. Uh, uh, even where I live, which is uh, really a good good place, uh, they, everybody's looking for the easy way out. You know, what 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 drug can I take? I, I bet you the guys I got with, I would say 90% of them are, are on three or more drugs. And, and, of course, they look at me and they say, oh, I know you won't approve of that, but I'm going to take it anyway. I mean, just, just oh, you know, when, when I talk about duct tape, I could wrap it around my head. That was just one to explode. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I'm going to well, take it anyway. I know you don't approve of it, but I'm going to take it. I, You know, I always go back to my old quote that I give when I lecture. I said, most patients would rather die at the hands of a notorious doctor than be healed by a quack. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely true. Absolutely and true. And they really feel that way, too. Yeah, they believe it. Absolutely. And the sad part but is, and doctor- we talked about it, the, the medical school and all the, the books are 20 years behind and uh, the, the, the kids coming out, uh, you know, they're coming out with an iPad 
They, and they don't have a clue. They just really don't have a clue. They're well, you know, it's all the brainwashing. You know, when you read about hypoadrenia, for example, and the Mayo Clinic, you know, hypoadrenia is not a recognized medical diagnosis. That's the statement. It's not yeah, recognized. Yeah, so then, and that's what these kids are they're coming out into practice saying, well, you know, I don't believe you don't have a, a, a poorly functioning or unsuspected one. I, and they wouldn't even know how to test you for it. They did, they'd run all the urine and all, but they wouldn't have to do the, 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 the tests that really matter. Right. So, you know, uh, you know, all we can do, Dr. Jerry, is, is put, put the information out there. Hopefully uh, people will hear it and, and, and stimulate them to do some research on their own, find a naturopathic physician. And a naturopathic physician could be a dentist, could be a, a chiropractor, it could be an MD, it could be a DO. Uh, it's, it's more than, than the uh, initials after their name. Uh, so, uh, you know, in fact, do you have any, any, any uh, suggestions for our listeners if they're looking for someone that say they wanted to do some kinesiology and muscle testing? Well, I mean, there's I, certain group, uh, organizations uh, that have websites, um, the uh, IAOMT, International Academy of Oral Medicine and Toxicology. You know, they have people that do kinesiology. They're into more integrated approach, uh, International Academy of Biological Dentists. There's, I think, Integrative Medical uh, Association of Medical Doctors. So yes. there's plenty of sources out there to to look up and, and even if you go to your local health food store, you know, not the big chain type of thing, but your little mom and pop store, these people invariably are in tune with the practitioners in their neighborhood. <laughs> so they they can, you know, maybe give you a referral to someone. You know, my no mother-in-law has a, a, a store like that. And, uh, uh, they say my mother-in-law, well, whatever, whoever it is in the, in the family has a store like that, and it's being put out of business by the big chains because people don't go there anymore. They go to the big chains, and they believe what the big chains sell them. Yeah, it's a and shame. That, that is a shame, isn't it? Absolutely. But they and don't they're losing money they're, now. Yeah, they're getting snookered because of all the false and misleading uh, health information that they're being fed, and um, you know the the glitz. People like the glitz, right? Right. Just right. one of the relatives in the family. So, but she won't give the store up. She's doing whatever she can to make it work. So, well, we do the she has again. to get into integrative uh, marketing, and and even if she brought in, let's say, a naturopathic doctor to work out of her store, you know, people then would be attracted to get you know, an alternative approach. So that may right. be a, a possible solution uh, right. you know, for her problem. Right. Because these big chains, you know, they're, you know, what do they do? They, t- they have machines to stick your feet in that tell you what kind of uh, inserts to put into your shoes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Dr. Scholes. Dr. Scholes, that's it. <laughs> you know, and, and I'd be remiss, Dr. Jerry and Dr. Dan, if I didn't just mention a little bit about the suicides that are going on and, and drugs. Uh, I came across uh, three people, Douglas Briggs, a family doctor in North Carolina. He committed suicide at age 54, a 37-year-old Minnesota man, Woody Witzka, uh, hanged himself in his garage. 
And Cody Miller, a high school athlete from New York, uh, 15 years old when he put a noose around his neck. And, and, and we know the, the famous ones, Kate Spade and the chef uh, Borzan, who just took their lives. But the ones I'm talking about were taking drugs that they believed uh, were directly responsible for their suicide. Cody, guess what he was taking? An allergy drug, Singulair. Douglas yeah. was taking Neurontin to treat his back pain. And Woody yeah. was prescribed an antidepressant called Zoloft. Not because mm-hmm. he was depressed, because he couldn't fall asleep at night. <clears throat> One of the originals, Zoloft. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it's been acknowledged, even by that bought and paid for FDA, that there's a wide variety of drugs that can cause depression and suicidal thinking. And we're learning about them all the time. I mean, Singular, I mean, it doesn't even seem possible that a drug that's used for a stuffy nose and itching eyes can cause agitation, depression, disorientation, hallucinations, and suicidal thinking. All, and that's all in the in the in the FDA mandated warnings and with the drug. Right. So let's yeah. So say you got allergies. So if the med- medication you take for them make you depressed, just pop a mood pressure. Then you then they say, well, you're depressed, so now we'll give you something for your mood. But any depressants like so off that Woody took are known for their ability to tip the scales if you have suicidal tendencies. So. There's other drugs, silk, and I'll, I'll get into that. But even Shantex. You know, you see a lot of Shantex commercials on television. The FDA is sitting on hundreds of reports of suicides related to Shantex, as well as 2,000 attempted ones. Yet, the agency allowed Pfizer to strip the black box warning about the neuropsychiatric, neuropsychiatric events from its packaging last year. Now, come on, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Shantex, you see it advertised. I see it two, three times a night. It can cause suicide. Uh, I hit the mute button because I can't take it anymore. They got people running around looking as happy as could be, and they give you all these negative side effects, including yeah. suicide, with so many of these drugs, and that's really scary to me. Well, they want the easy way out. You know, just we talk about hypoadrenia. That in itself can cause depression. So sure. you, know, you have to start thinking, you know, be the CEO of your own body, as Dr. Ron always uh, espouses, because you got three-minute window when you walk into that doctor's office, and, and if this guy's holding his pad, he just waits 30 seconds until he gets your name popped up on the file. <laughs> <laughs> right. So true. I mean, I, I've, I've had that, uh, as you know, with my dad being sick, and you know, they, if they don't have that pad in there, or they don't, they don't have you pulled up on the computer... They're lost. And, and the that's first what thing you say. The first thing they ask you, what vaccination? Do you have your pneumonia vaccine? Do you have your shingles vaccine? Do you have your right. this vaccine? Do you have that vaccine? So there's another couple minutes wasted. And then, oh, yeah, why are you here today? Oh, I have a pain in my abdomen. Okay, well, I'll give you something. Uh, they'll call it in for you. But they well, don't touch it. They don't exist. Right. I'll tell exactly. you, not even scary one. My friend got stung by a bee. He has, he's a beekeeper. Anyway, he 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 passed out because he's been overworked and his adrenals are really shot. And so he passed out and he hit his the bridge of his nose on on a stone or something. Anyway, and so they called nine one one. So they he was on the house on the couch, you know, trying to recuperate. The first thing they asked him, not how you feel, not the, 
do you have a gun? <laughs> that was the first thing that they asked. Wow. So you talk about your rights being violated. They're not even interested in your health. They're more interested in taking your right to bear arms away from you. <laughs> yeah, right. being pol- politically correct. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Dan, Dr. Jerry, it's really been interesting today, and uh, uh, I, I really enjoy it. And, again, I want to thank Dr. William Wong for giving me a, a catalyst because enzymes do have, are, do affect thousands and thousands of uh, uh, of uh, of chemical reactions in our bodies. Uh, you'll, you'll hear more about that next week uh, because they do. Uh, and the last thing they do is you'll, you'll hear is for digestion. They do so much more. Um, Dr. Dan, uh, I hope you things work out and you thank you for your contribution. Uh, Dr. You're Jerry, as, as usual, thank you. And uh, we'll continue on the journey uh, that we started with enzymes and uh, longevity. And we'll, we need to have someone that's an expert on ozone because um, I am more than a little bit anxious, uh, anxious to go forward with oxygen therapy uh, for longevity also. So we'll work on that. So thank you. You're welcome. You're welcome. All right. Thank you. All right. We're going to close it off, ladies and gentlemen. Next week, please, if you – it's going. It's a great radio program, and I'm just going to let Dr. Wong talk for an hour and, uh, and 20 minutes. Uh, I, I think it's going to be – it's life-changing for you. I really think you should uh, – you know, tape it. If you don't want to tape it, it'll be on uh, on the podcast of Dr. Ron Unfiltered, Uncensored. Uh, I, I just think uh, you'll learn a lot. I surely did. It gave me a whole new way of looking at some some uh, physiology, even. So with that, you, with, yes, you could get it on Alexa too. Am I right? Yeah, Alexa. It's it's. Uh, I, I forgot what these, the, how you have to ask for it, but you can get on Alexa too. Yes, okay. it, it's it's a skill. All right, Dan, Jerry, uh, everyone, thank you. And again, from Philly, a little group that I heard of that they gave they gave you permission to play their music. A little closing tune, and we will see you next week, 4 p.m. from you next week. Dr. William Wong will be our guest. Ciao.